You know dolphins have rib caves? Yeah, think about that. Rib cages? Dolphins. Don't all animals have rib cages? <laughs> no, <laughs> dolphins. No, no, not rib cages. Dolphins have rape caves. Oh my god. Oh. I didn't need dolphins, to know that. <laughs> Dolph- yeah. yeah they, they... Dolphins find other species, drag them to their lair, and then rape oh them god, to death. Nick, oh Sometimes god. raping dead bodies. Wait, like dead human bodies? No, well, dead bodies of whatever. <laughs> oh. Oh my they god. Don't, they, they, they don't care what. I thought I was led to believe that they're like harmless smart my god so we're talking about the warriors (laughs) okay yeah um let me uh, we're recording so (laughs) excuse the dolphin rape caves (laughs) let me know when you're ready to record welcome to our horror podcast where we talk about dolphin rape caves (laughs) hello and welcome to the spooky screen podcast a podcast where five childhood friends get together and discuss and debate horror movies um, but instead of a horror movie today, we're going off of our newer format. This is our second palate cleanser movie. And tonight we're talking about my favorite movie, my favorite movie of all time, The Warriors. Boner Camps. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Boner Camps, 1999. But before we get into it, let me first introduce my co-hosts, John. Hello. It's Dave. John here, just so you know who I am. <laughs> David, can you dig it? Can you dig Steven, it? Warriors, come out and play. Yeah, that's, you should not be an actor. <laughs> <laughs> and, last but, and last but not least, <laughs> Noah. I guess, are we doing quotes or something? For the I don't movie? know. It's kind of. I mean, you can. You, you took want. all the good ones. Rape caves. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of editing that Noah's going to have to do in the beginning. I'm not editing, I'm not editing any of this. Um, hello. <laughs> this is Noah. Yes, that is a real line from the movie. No, wait, wait. Was there a good line? Like, you said boppers? They said boppers oh, a they lot. They use boppers a lot. Well, they always say they're going to get bopped. Hmm. I'm a are, you, are, you, are you packed? Are you packing? Uh, one of the first things we try to do when we get into the podcast is we try to spoil the movie in five sentences, each one of us getting a sentence. It always comes out like some crazy Frankenstein paragraph where most of us really have a long run-on sentence. Way to, um, way to build us up, Nick. Yeah. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go last since it's my favorite movie, uh, but I will start first with Steven. Oh, man. The, uh, I was the gonna, beginning's I, the I, easiest I was, part. I was yes, say, yes, I yes. Go? Perfect. I never get to Everyone, please be quiet. Okay. So, how would I start this? So, the the leader, Cyrus, of the most powerful gang in New York City calls a meeting at, was it Central Park? No, it was... Okay, Van Brown Park. So, Cyrus, the leader of the most powerful gang in New York City, calls a, a meeting of the all gangs... In the Bronx. Oh, man. This is going to take a while. Uh, Steven, what, what's the deal? It's the easiest part of the movie. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, man. The Warriors attend a meeting called by Cyrus, the leader of the most powerful gang in New York City, to call a truce and to call a truce and unite against the NYPD in New York City. Cyrus gets assassinated and chaos ensues. 
All right, the gunman who shot Cyrus calls out that the warriors did it, and now the warriors who are from Coney Island have to make their way all the way from Bronx down to Coney Island with all the other gangs going after their heads. Hijinks ensue where the where the warriors have to battle gang after gang as they make their way back to Coney Island. And they pick up a girl along the way. Uh, that's you're gonna leave it with the girl. <laughs> I gotta cover the rest, Johnny. What else happens besides them fighting gangs after the, you know? Yeah, Loki. I'll give you that. Um, so I will say they run from the one of the gangs with this girl through train stations, through urban settings. They scare off various other gangs and the police. One of them dies, and they never really address it um, by getting thrown into a subway train. (laughs) And they ultimately find their way back to Coney Island. And when they get there, the original shooters are waiting to fight them because they don't want the truth to get out. But little do they know, the Rifts, who Cyrus's gang already know, and they're there to kill them. And everyone's happy, and everyone lives. You, you, You have to let Nick go. And Nick is going to talk about the credits. (laughs) Yeah, I guess at this point, they just walk down the beach and they're just like, yay! And then the movie ends. That was rough. That was so bad. Loki, you know why? This movie has no plot. It's just a chase scene. It's a giant chase scene. There is no plot. It is kind of like Mad Max Fury Road. Don't compare this movie to Fury Road. Steven, I just want to put on the record, Fury Road is trash. It's a hero's hero's journey. Trolls gonna troll. What I'm trying to... Why why I say that is because if you were describing Mad Max to people, it would be you know, Mad Max escapes with a girl and then they get chased by cars for the next like two hours. That's true. That's why it's hard. You can't really tell it in a summary. Yeah, exactly. And then they make it to a tree. The end. This is the original Mad Max, you know, predecessor to Mad Max. I don't think so, So, but (laughs) that's nice. I uh... I actually think it's exactly that. (laughs) So this movie is based off of, it's very loosely based off of a book uh, by the same name called the warriors but it's a in the book it's about a completely different gang with completely different characters and they just retooled the gang so it's not based on the book cool <laughs> basically like <laughs> it's based off the idea of the book essentially so whoever wrote the mm-hmm. book made a lot of money off of someone else's uh, hard work cool the book itself is yeah, based off of um anabasis um Ooh, big name. the greek tale of um how there was a Greek army like in Persian territory needing to escape. Like they had to march through Persian territory in order to get back home. I thought that was called Calabasas. But... Is it? No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't trust it. I had no idea. <laughs> um, stick to your stick to your notes, Nick. Don't let him don't let him confuse you. He's in a trollish mood tonight. I was gonna say this movie made me think movie, of the movie three hundred. It's the troll out of me. Right. It's kind of it it, it I, it it kind of has that feel, like not too much of like you know the blood and guts, but like the uh, feeling of being you know like not a, I don't want to say abandoned, but helpless because you're in the middle of enemy territory and you're like, where do we go from here? How can we get back home? Yeah. yeah. Um. So when this movie came out, this movie's budget <clears throat> was four million and it made three point five back on its opening <clears throat> weekend. Wow. Someone Damn. took a loss. Um. And then that's a tax credit. 
<laughs> and then after the movie came out, the movie got crappy reviews, but the people who did go see it um, loved it for, for at the time, it's really edgy violence and, you know, it, the way it was depicted. So like much so. Edgy violence. So much so that they had to, uh, they took the movie out of theaters because there was so much violence and vandalism, and they released theaters from their obligation to show the movie. They were like, just, What's, just get rid of it. Do you guys agree with that? Was there that much violence, really? Oh, I didn't. I, 1979. For the time, I'm sure. 1979. Yeah. 1979. I, I mean, was it? That's like, like that's like right after the Vietnam War, right? I don't. Vietnam I don't War know. ended in what 76. I feel um, like there were other more uh, violent movies. Alien like, when, came out in 1979. The Godfather, right? Yeah, no. but uh, yeah, but this is. I mean, this is like this is the closest thing to like real life. Like Alien is obviously very fiction, but like this is something that could happen in real life. Apocalypse, well, also, 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 well, Apocalypse also, Now was in well, 1979. No, I would think well because 1980s New York was like super violent and super seedy, super sketchy. So I, I, they probably didn't want that depiction of New York out there. I would, I would think. I, I didn't. Uh, when I was watching it, I was actually surprised how tame the violence was because it was rated R. Yeah, I was it's rated R, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, that's I'm why expecting I said... to get like see eyeballs gouged out with like crowbars and stuff. And uh... well, that's what I should have said. Air. Uh, that's why I, I guess. Well, you can't see it, but I air quoted. Edgy oh, I, I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> yeah, but like, maybe I'm mistaken on this, but wasn't there like a cannibal movie that came out around the same time? Not 79, but like within the same decade. You are an expert on cannibal movies. Let me, no, I remember, I remember this though. Like, I, I some... It's something mountain. Cannibal it, it, Holocaust, Johnny, 1979. Yeah, thank wow. You. I'm impressed. I just looked wow. it up the other day. I forget why. Holy Johnny. crap. It is what? super dark. It's like Damn, snuff in, some people think it's a real snuff film. How old were you to like some when you watched the movie? Some, I didn't watch it. I just uh, I researched. How do you it know? I heard about it. Oh. Johnny wasn't born in 1979. You're researching. You could have seen it. Are you researching cannibal movies now on your like off time? No, I forget why. It was something to do with the podcast that led me to it. Oh. Um, but but <laughs> what I would say is, if you if you read about it, it was. It's like extremely dark and violent and disgusting. Yeah, people thought it was a doc- people thought it was a document. Well, some people think there was real there's real snuff like there's real dead bodies that were murdered. Yeah, it. people th- think it was a real documentary movie. Um. So before I get into the next question, one more fact is that big gang meetup in the very beginning of the movie was made up of real gang members with off-duty police acting as the actual police, so they knew that there would oh, be really? like, no oh, real trouble. That's terrifying. That is that's pretty yeah, crazy. They had that's uh, like uh yeah, that reminds me so of Candy uh, Candyman. Yeah, they when used they were to, yeah. Filming at, right. um, yeah, they had a a lot of trouble filming for this because they had when they were filming like they would run into gangs who would like throw bricks and rocks at them. Uh, I, one of the one of the places they were going to go film there was like a double homicide like around the corner, and they're like, "All right, we're not filming here now." I did read in IMDb's trivia that the the crew got peed on one day. Hey, I got peed on one day too in New York. I was waiting for my client, and a homeless guy peed on me as he walked by with his penis out. And my clients told me they're like, "Did you see that guy with his hoo ha And I was like, "What?" And I turn around and I look, and there's a stream of pee, and it goes all the way to my legs, 
on the back of my suit pants and I have to go into their what? bathroom and wash the pee off. And what? then I had a meeting with them right after and I had to sit through it. Uh, that was the worst. That, that, this is what the podcast is about. That was the worst day at my job, I think. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the Warriors. Good night. No, that just shows you New York hasn't really changed. It's still a pistol, okay? <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Facts. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. I, need, I needed that. <laughs> Wait, that, 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 there is no, there is no um, jokes in that. Or like, I'm not exaggerating in any way. That is a hundred percent fact. <laughs> I was so mad. I was so angry and embarrassed. Now you know. It's like a dri- was it a drive by peeing? Like he walked and peed? Yeah, it I sounds like it. The thing is, I just wasn't facing him, and I didn't feel it because I had I had work boots on under my suit, so I could walk the site. So I didn't feel it on my suit. <laughs> oh man! Oh wow! Uh. <laughs> All right, bring it back. Bring it back, Nick. Lock it up, boys. Lock it down. Oh, God. (laughs) I think the more boss move would have been if he just locked eyes with you while he was being. Like, yeah, that's right. He didn't have the courtesy to touch me. (laughs) He didn't have the courtesy to touch <laughs> you know, forget the movie. This is all we need to talk about tonight. We, we can't go into detail. Excuse me, sir. You're in my pee spot, <laughs> sir. I like I like to have dinner with a, a pee on my leg. If you're gonna take a leak on my leg, just buy me something. Oh my god! All right, so moving on, uh, we're gonna go into whether or we whether or not we liked it, and it has to be a hard yes or a hard no. Um, before I even ask you guys. I'm going to let you know that if any of you say no, I don't know if we can be friends anymore. <laughs> it's just gonna going to be, be like, our voices are going to be dubbed with being like Nick's being like, I like it. <laughs> it's wait, it's gonna, Dave's going to be like, hey, my name is David. And I <laughs> loved this movie so much. <laughs> I renamed my daughter Ajax. <laughs> <laughs> what was the main guy? Swan. 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 Yeah, yeah Swan. I thought that was a cool name. Um, so obviously this is my favorite movie, so I'm going to give this movie a 10 out of 10. Although I acknowledge this movie's shortcomings, I'm I love this movie. I've loved this Nick, movie. This ever is since your favorite movie ever for all time. Yeah. Period. Nick, okay. Nick, since we know you like it, can you just explain why? <sighs> yeah. 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 Like not not not. Don't give me like uh, artsy fartsy. Give me like uh, why it's your favorite movie. Just let me know like. Just explain to me when you got bad taste in music movies. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh. so, I first at least kidding. you didn't get peed on by a hobo. <laughs> yeah. Right? You, know what? you deserve to be peed on by a hobo. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, hope, I hope all of LA just pees on you. <laughs> well, There's a lot of them. Way, I don't live in way. LA no more. Yeah, but you're, you're living, you know, the vicinity. Yeah, two hours away. Yeah, Nick, Nick, back to the question: Why is it? Why is it your favorite movie? Give me like the purest, the purest form of your answer. Don't try to sell me on like technical crap like that or anything like that. Do I look like someone who tries to sell someone on technical no, crap just, about a movie? I, no, no. <laughs> All right, no, no. Um, so this is my favorite movie. Um, 
mostly because I, I first saw this movie when I was like 11, 12. Um, Makes sense. And growing up, you know, like when you hang out with like, you know, your friends on the block, like, you know, you don't see yourself as a gang, but, you know, you guys are a group. And, you know, when you guys walk the streets or when you're you always feel bigger and cooler when you're a part of a group. Because, you know, like, you're like, this is this is my group. I like this that is- you just said the word when you walk the street. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, we, like you were when- going to shake down stores <laughs> for some gas. <laughs> go bop some fools. <laughs> you walk the streets. <laughs> um, so <laughs> my, my uh. best friend, Sean, showed me this movie originally. Um, and this is, I mean, like, we had always, already been really close friends, but this movie is just something that we, like, he showed me this, and then we really bonded over this movie. Um, just the idea of being left in the middle of nowhere with nothing to survive on, except, you know, like, you just have to rely on your friends at this point. You're like, look, I've got your back. I hope you've got mine, and we got to get home no matter what. It's the sense of urgency, the sense of companionship. Um, the fact that like I just love that theme of being in the middle of enemy territory and just knowing that who knows if this is going to be it or not. So go hard or go home kind of deal. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a very sentimental film for you. Yes. Like you have a lot of uh, good memories attached to it. Like real memories. Yeah. Uh, uh, absolutely, I'd have to say. Um, and like I said, I acknowledge this this film's shortcomings. I get that this movie has like two percent plot, so that's my reason. I that I like it. Um, so I love it. Would would watch again. Mm-hmm. Um, You're answering all the questions now. Favorite, <laughs> <laughs> David. Uh, let me know. What, did you or did you not like it? Oh wait, I'm going next. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like this movie. I like uh, 80s. We can still be friends then, David. It's cool. <laughs> yep, you yep. you have yep. passed the test, David. Is this <laughs> no, your first uh, time seeing it, David? Like me? This, I, is, this, this is my this first is, time. This is, my, this is my first time seeing it. I like character movies where there's lots of, like, lots of characters. And then I like character movies where, it's, like, you just focus on a, a few people. And I liked just how they set up all the different gangs and you didn't know much about them, but like you could kind of surmise and like fill in the blanks just by how they they look and what their colors looked like. And then you just followed this one group. I don't know. I, I really liked it. I liked like everything that Nick was saying about the whole like comic book video game aspect of it, like going on a journey, like behind enemy lines, <clears throat> having to get home. So I, I think it was a good. It was a good choice. It was, it was fun. Uh, Noah. Yeah, I'll go. You go ahead. Let me know. Did you or did you not like it? But just so you know, I love you, but our friendship rides on things. Well, (laughs) go ahead. No pressure. I'm going to be completely honest because I believe in honesty. But I, I, you can, you can rest easy because I, I liked, I liked this movie. Um, you are safe for (laughs) I wouldn't say it's my favorite movie of all time, but I can, there's a lot of things to love in it that stuck out to me. Like I said, I, I compared it a lot. I, I really thought it was based on a graphic novel. Just the way it was structured, just the way that the characters were designed, like, and the and certain scenes were structured like comic book, like boxes almost. Like you know the one where the lady is playing the music to send the secret messages out to the gangs, and it's just her lips. 
Yes. That to me I like was it. so unique. It felt like it was straight out of a graphic novel. And then the scene where the black oh, or like the the, the leader of the rifts with the glasses, who I thought was Denzel Washington for a little bit. How like one scene there he has someone on the left of him telling him information. And then like 20 minutes later, it's on the other side of him. Someone tells him information, you know, like just that, just the way it was like filmed like that was really cool. And I, I liked all the crazy. Listen, I'm a fan of weird, quirky things. And this movie was weird and quirky. Like it felt like West Side Story almost yes. without the music. Like you take West Side Story without the music and like make it more uh, comic booky. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, does that, if that appeals to people, like, they like it. And they never did anything, like, half-assed. Like, there was always, like, a thousand extras. It felt like in every scene, there was, like, a thousand extras. I'm like, where are they getting all these people doing this crazy stuff? They have, like, a bus going down uh, New York Street with, like, like, 50 people sitting on top of it. Like, I'm like... Can you imagine them filming this nowadays? Like, it just doesn't feel like they make these types of movies anymore. Like, I just liked it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It just felt like it was like one man's very few scenes were filmed in a set. Like, ninety percent of this movie is filmed on like on location. Yeah. If if to me, it felt like this this guy, his name is Walter Hill or something. Like, it was his vision. Like it, he he took this adaption of a novel and just went crazy with it. Fun fact is that one of the the scriptwriter gave um, Walter Hill the script, and he was like, "I'd love to do this, but nobody's gonna let us do this. Like it's it, it's too nuts. Yeah. It's it, it's crazy and it's weird. See, no one's gonna. That's exactly watch this. what I felt watching it. That it was crazy and weird, and I can't believe the movie got made. That's exactly what I was thinking as I was watching it. Honestly, well, I, I will say though, I want I want to go back to the no plot thing that everyone was kind of mentioning. That to me, the movie was it didn't really need a big elaborate plot because that's not what this movie was trying to do. And the reason why it got away with it was because it was constant action. There was constant tension. It was always moving. Yeah, it was always moving. It never it never really took time to let you go. What's this movie about? Because you kind of it kind of had this one simple idea of oh they're just trying to get home and people are trying to kill him and and it just it just gassed like foot to the pedal <laughs> gas all the way down the whole way through the entire movie until they're skipping on the beach at the end with the waves crashing. Okay. Um, moving on to, uh. I'll have Johnny go last, so Steven, you go next. <laughs> Johnny, he thinks you don't like it. Yeah, so I like this film. I like the Warriors a lot. And Noah, you... You are also safe for another day, Steve. Yeah, safe for another day. We gotta <laughs> I'll be... call the hitman off your wives right now. <laughs> I have to go make a phone call. <laughs> Wait, off my wife? That's, that got pretty dark. Um, anyways, I like this movie a lot. And Noah was... Uh, name dropping Fury Road earlier and that's a big reason why I could appreciate this movie is because even though there's a lack of a plot, there's action there's plenty of um, how would I say, tension and great world building and I mean, whoever did the uh, the costume design in this movie deserves an Oscar. Oh god, I forgot to say um, that I totally agree 
Yeah, like I was just blown away by the costume design, just so meticulous and creative. And like every gang had their own token, right? Like, very unique. Everyone had a very yeah their call look. sign or whatever it was rollerblades or baseball bats. I love how yeah, I love how it captured the essence of New York City, even though you know it was very um, I guess different compared to the city that we know today. Much more uh, written with crime and gangs and. Um, I, I liked how the movie kind of embraced it rather than running away from it. But at the same time, Noah said this when he was explaining why he liked the movie about, it's just a story about kids wanting to get back home, even though these kids were in gangs and the gangs were called to this meeting and were asked to be unarmed. I like how the movie didn't make it into this like big, like sociopolitical, like, are gangs bad for cities or like, like it was just about a bunch of kids being wrongly accused of murder and trying to get back home safely. And I like how simple the, that the movie was and I can understand why it's a cult classic. So I like at some points I was like kind of laughing and just having fun with it. Like it wasn't like the movie was obsessed with being perfect Mm -hmm. or I, and I think cult classics are kind of rough around the edges in that way. Yeah. Right, like they have things that scrappy other people, yeah, scrappy. That's a good word to describe it. That's that's yeah, that's it. We're all waiting but, on beta breath for Johnny. Yes, yes, we are, Johnny. <laughs> oh, it's my turn. <laughs> Why, yes, it is. And I need to know. <laughs> I need to know whether we're going to be friends or not after this. No pressure. Um, no then, pressure. No pressure. Did you or did you not like this movie? What are the what are the votes so far? <laughs> I have an answer, but everyone's liked it. Gotcha. I don't break my heart. Man. Did not like it. Oh, I've seen heart. it before, and I, I'm I want to be really clear here. I didn't like it when I watched it this week. I just I wasn't in the mood for it. Uh, I, I like aspects of the movie, but I don't. I just didn't enjoy it. Let's say that I didn't enjoy it. Okay. So that's just an honest opinion. What about it? Uh, yeah, well, I want to know. Like, yeah, like yeah, what so made you not want to enjoy it? The parts or that the, I what didn't. Made you unable to enjoy it? Yeah, I just there was, the plot was you know there's no real plot right like we can all acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a long chase scene, and I was I don't know I was tired. I just I just like couldn't follow it. How was that it, not it entertaining though? So much of my it was just a long chase scene of like and i just like didn't care too much about what happened to them just i don't know it didn't build enough up for me i i get why it's good i like i'm sure at the time there was some really cutting edge stuff going on i could feel it i could see it i understood it that's just not for you no maybe under another context but when i watched it like i couldn't pay attention i kept checking my phone like i just wasn't into it so that's just honest like if i really like a movie i'm not i'm not that bored watching it Wait, so Johnny, if you were in the right mood, like I don't know, if you were looking for like a mindless action, I'll film, say this: I, Would you have no, enjoyed I this do movie? It. I, I, I like the audio. You know, like the, some of the soundtracks, and like I liked the artistic cinematography. I'll call it. I thought that was pretty good. Um, I just didn't like that it was just like so linear. Mm-hmm. I don't mind linear, but it was like it was so pure, which is probably a good thing for some reasons. It, I just I didn't it, like it. Yeah. 
No, but I understand in the sense that it's a very one note movie. It's and extremely if you're not pure. on that note, like yeah. then you can't really get into it because you're just like, okay, but what else? You know? And I think if I was like with you guys and we we're hanging out and like having like a hangout night, I probably would have gotten more into it. Yeah. Mm. But I watched it myself late after a long day of work and just like I just was I just didn't like it. It wasn't enjoyable. Okay. No, Sorry. and like I said earlier, Sorry, like guys. it's it's a it's a one note movie, and if you can't get on that note, then you're because you're gonna sit there. You're like, okay, they're running, so what else is gonna happen? Like, you keep getting chased. Is, I, are, are you gonna? Do I have a question, Giant. Did you like Fury Road? I did. So, what do you think the difference is? Just the oldness factor. Um, that's like a very grand movie. I I would say what I liked about that. I liked the orchestration of everything together. Mm-hmm. More stunts, more stunts have? for you. I, I think, yeah, this. I think there was just um, more theater in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, there was great theater in this. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I, I don't want to get ahead too much because the scene stuff is actually yeah. really important in this movie. Yeah, but I think there's a scene that I'll I'll talk about if someone else doesn't that like I thought did a great job at that. Um, but it's not the whole movie, and I just I don't know. Didn't hit me. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So, all right. So, now we're going to move on to our favorite scenes. Um, or, I'm sorry. The most impactful scene. So, a scene that made you feel any kind of way. Whether it made you hate the movie, love the movie. Whether it was just a favorite scene. Something that really just grabbed your attention. You're like, ooh, that. Um, I think it's unfair if I go. I Like, if I don't go last. Because this is my favorite movie. I can go. Um, I'll go first. Okay. So, no, yeah. Take I'm it. Gonna, I'm What's pro- the most impactful scene for you of this movie? Um, I'm going to take a scene that probably no one picked. Um, there's a part when, at the end when the – I guess you would call him the villain of the movie, the, the Luther, his name is. He's the yeah. one who kills – shoots Cyrus in the beginning and kills him, and then he also blames it on the warriors – so he's pretty much the architect of the entire movie's, you know, plot. And they meet up on the beach, right? And before that, you know, he does the bottle thing, come out and play the famous line. So he, he builds this intimidating, villainous uh, character, right? Like he's very built up. And then they meet on the beach, their leader and him. And just the way it's shot, it's shot from a distance where they're all in, you know, the frame um, profile and you can, there's a considerable difference in height between the villain and the, the, the rest of the gang. Oh yeah. He's like, yeah, he's like a a foot smaller. Yeah. He's much shorter and he's also a little hunched over. Yeah. And to me, it was like, what movie would you cast the main villain as this short guy, you know? Like this, this really short kind of kind of scrawny, like, like fella, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's like that kind of pestery guy, but he's so, I don't know. He just sells it so well the whole movie because he's just loud and obnoxious the whole time. And then he says that, that, that thing, which it must've been Christopher's Nolan's inspiration for the Joker. Cause he's the, the hero goes, why did you do it? He said, I just like doing bad things. Right. It's basically yeah. the Joker's character in in the Dark Knight. So this is the but preface thought, of of. But I thought there was more to it. I thought that it was that he called someone to tell him like what happened, as if it was. Part yeah, they of never something. get into that though, do they? 
No, yeah, they I think that was just part that. of the mystery, I guess. Maybe it's more in the from the book. Maybe they added that. Maybe they maybe they expected a sequel or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. know. I, I for me, the reason why I picked that scene because it really stuck out to me that this movie did things a little bit differently and a little bit kooky. That they would make the villain so short but so crazy at the same time that they it's sold. You know, like that to me is the movie in a nutshell. It's it's short kooky but it sells it you know what i mean um i i like how you identify him just because like it really when you look back at the other scenes like the scene where they're at the newsstand and like they're just taking candy and handing it out to the other members in front of the girl who's just standing there like and then eventually she's like yeah eventually she's like you gotta pay for that and then he's he just yells at her pay for what and throws yeah every scene he's in he's just gold like he's just overacting his ass off and it just works yeah, and then the way he looks like when he gets the knife in the hand, he's like, ah. <laughs> and yeah, then when the, was... when the gang surrounds him, he's like, no. Yeah, I mean, it's this whole like, well, all movie just to overdo it. I love, I love the overacting good. though. Like it, it made the he... movie, it made him so memorable. You know to what? Me. That was a one you know in a million throw with he... that knife. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> he he reminds me of a uh, Lord Farquhar in Shrek. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he look like Sean Penn a little bit? He did look like Sean Penn. I he, kept thinking it was Sean Penn. He 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 looked. I think the Joker was the best way to describe him. He looked like a Joker. Yeah, even he like the uh, smile, even the bottles, right? Like I, that to me is like you could have easily done the easily done what every other movie does, right? Where they drag the knife across the wall or they drag the claws across the wall, going "Come out, come out!" But what this guy did was he took three bottles that I would never think of doing and he clinks them together. Like that is the weirdest, kookiest thing I can think of. He made that up. Like, cause they were just like, he, they asked him, they're like, do something intimidating. And he was like, like what? And they were like, I don't know. know. It's something that's not cliche. And then he, he created that. All right. Well, that's great. Um, Johnny, I'll, I'll put you on the hot, hot seat again. Um, what's your most impactful scene? Uh, okay. I hope I don't take it for anyone because I know there's a lot of good ones here. Um, I like the uh, bus scene. Oh, yeah. I thought the bus chase for me. uh, So it's between. Okay. Uh, I kind of want to do two scenes, but I'm picking the bus because I liked it. There's another scene that was impactful, but it's fine. I just didn't like it. Um, I didn't like the rapey vibes of that one scene. (laughs) The the bus scene I thought was. Not uh, rapey vibes, it was pretty much rape. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I mean. Though. Straight, straight like, he, he like well. ripped her blouse off. Yeah, I was just like that was just uh, it just distasteful. But aside from that, I love the bus scene. I thought the theater in it. I thought the like the timing, the internal tension of the warriors. You know, the intimidation and like the costumes and you mean that you know, bus with all the, the all the people hanging off of it. Yeah, I thought yeah, I thought that was like that was one of the funnest ACs. scenes for me. I thought that was so fun. Yeah. Um, and that they outran this bus of guys. I was like, yeah. Chased through the subway, and they got split up eventually. Like you know, it's just, I, I thought to myself, then, like, Johnny, that I was like, would they be able to outrun that bus? Maybe because there's so many people on it oh, that it slowed sure. it down. That's or what something. I was yeah. thinking. It was packed. It was right, packed. there's at least yeah, fifty yeah, or sixty guys on there, all with <laughs> like two by fours and chains and hammers. That's I like how those team. guys were that's, supposed to be like the. That was like the skinhead gang, but there were like black guys in that gang. No, this this movie didn't racially discriminate at all. Yeah, no, no, not except at the all. Asian I... gang. They were just only Asians in that gang. 
Yeah. With the- Those are the Huns. Oh, that's not. That's not a. It's not appropriate. Um, to defeat. But no, anyway, yeah, so, I, what I really, um, I thought that the the bus, like the slow creep, the lights, the the waiting in the darkness, mm-hmm. like that was just so well done, especially right after the drama of the big scene. Yeah, uh, I love how when they look at each other, like they, um, Fox goes to check, like to see which if, one's if Fox. The bus is going. Yeah. He's the one who got thrown onto the subway. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, he's there. Him. He was their scout. Um, lieutenant scout dude so he was going to go scout like where the truck that the turnbull acs were driving like where the bus was going and then he saw them come around and then he's just like are we gonna do it and nobody says anything they hardly even look at each other but he just takes off and they're like oh okay i guess we're (laughs) running now and you're like oh and then that's there was a lot of silent communication in the movie yeah, you could really tell like uh, it. It had to feel like these guys really knew each other. Like they were a real gang. Yeah, they were. They were not just an assortment of people put together. Like these were all guys who knew each other. Like mm-hmm. knew their ins and outs. Like they had known, been best friends for years. Yeah. But uh, that's a great choice, Johnny. That scene is very iconic for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's like the scene of like the movie. Um. All right, um, Steven, you're up. Yeah, my favorite scene is the scene where uh, they were seduced by that uh, female gang. The Lizzies. Oh, when they meet the Lizzies, Lizzies. Yeah. right. And, <laughs> they, and then the Lizzies um, all of a sudden attack a bunch of them. That entire sequence was both hilarious and actually really well shot, in my opinion. Like that one scene where one of the warriors literally yeets a chair. Oh my god, dude! I rewinded it because I was like, "Did he just hit a girl with a chair?" I rewinded it and I was like, "Oh my god, that was a real impact." That yeah, I was like, "That was Stone Cold Steve Steve Austin." That girl, (laughs) he did. All he needed was two beers to like hit together and chug down. that scene, I was like, my jaw dropped. And then when they pulled out all the guns, I was like, someone's dying in this scene. Like, 100%. They fire off, like, I counted six to seven shots. They hit absolutely no one in that scene. And I'm they like, all make it out this alive. is some stormtrooper shit. Okay. Like, I, I got, I got just, something to just... say about that because I was creeping on IMDb's trivia. All right. And the, the guy with the chiclet teeth, you know, the one that looks like a beaver kind of. Oh, that's uh, the funny guy. That's Vermin. Yeah, Vermin. Yeah, I guess he does look like a rat. He was supposed to die in that scene, and uh, he knew it. He knew it as an actor. So every scene he was in, he played it up so much and was like, try to be as funny as possible, where it actually changed the director's mind to keep him alive. Wow. So in the original script, he was supposed to die, but he worked his way out of it. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay, that's like good for him. That's, that's, that's pretty interesting. Even when when did you know the Lizzies were bad? I mean, when they the all were holding umbrellas. Yeah, yeah. I was like, straight up, that's a gang of umbrella ladies. Every everyone was yeah. after them. Yeah, everyone was after I, them. I thought they were part of the um. Riffs? Who was the uh, not the Rifts, the Luther's gang? Uh, those are the Rogues. Yeah, I thought they were part of the Rogues or something. Like they were going to lead them to Luther. I just love how like the two guys are like like so Cochise and Vermin are just like hey, 
women. Yeah. Like, Finally, a change of pace. And Rembrandt's like, uh, he's like the little virgin, essentially. He's like, I don't know. See, I was getting kind of like he was. I mean, he, he was, was the smart one, He was though. playing the other side of the field the whole movie. That's what I thought. Yeah, I, I thought he was. I thought it was supposed to be like he was gay. That's what I thought. There was a lot of gay energy in this movie. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, they didn't wear shirts, so. Yeah. It's hard. Well, that, that's not what makes a movie gay to me, but <laughs> there, there was a, there was like a very strong brotherhood vibe. Well, there. a lot of those like a lot of those like brotherhood movies and brotherhood books get like uh, a lot of that like homoeroticism gets read into it. In those brotherhood that- movies, they also don't wear shirts. Yeah, like three hundred, like three hundred. Like oh yeah, yeah, three hundred. Yep. And they, and those guys are in like undies. But that that's a good scene, uh, just especially because like the iconic moment for that scene is the fact when Rembrandt nails out like the chicks are packed. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like that's like the uh, like, that's like the iconic moment of that scene. Like because as soon as they slowly take it out, and he's like they're packed. And if you watch that scene, you see that scene happening just from three. It's the same scene three different like th- at, at the same time in three different angles yeah like, they were it's the same like yeah. 10 seconds over and over just from a different point of yeah view. they were shooting coverage heavily in that scene I d- yeah because I you can see the scene you can see a scene going on in the background and then it cuts to that scene you're like mm. oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah, it was a well done scene all right um david okay david all right um, i really liked uh the chief from Carmen San Diego, all of her scenes where she's like uh, calling out to all the other gangs. Mm-hmm. But I think my most impactful scene was towards the end where on, when they're on the subway and the, the group of uh, teens get on the subway that I guess are coming from like a dance or like prom. prom. Yeah. They're all like dressed. Oh yeah. Cause she's got the corsage. Right. And uh, the girl who's tagged along with them goes to fix her hair, and Swan uh, grabs her hand and yeah, he he pulls it down. Because, like, she he gets self conscious and tries to yeah. fix herself up, and he's like, "No, no, no." Yeah, I I just thought that was because the dialogue between them was so like crazy throughout the whole movie. It's like one of those like very like misogynistic like abusive relationships. But I don't know. I just he also I, tried to seem like he was the guy who was like, "Look, like I'm really a good guy, but don't get like if you got to know me, I'm probably a good guy, but I don't want to let you get that close." Yeah, and I, I like he was intentionally playing that up. Like I got a heart of gold, but I got to be a badass. For yeah, I and I like that scene, and I liked when they finally get off the train. He's like, "This is what we fought so hard all night to get home to," and it's just like Coney Island. It's all like you, know, you see all like the garbage everywhere and everything. I don't know. I just that 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 ending scene was just a really nice way to tie up. Uh, like it was like a lull before the storm, like a call not a lull, a calm before the storm. Like it was, it was like their reward. Like they made it through the war zone, but you knew something was still like unresolved. It was like a nice. Yeah. It was a nice like breathing moment, and they built like character they started like to build character which i really liked yeah yeah so he's actually really the only character that gets an arc because he starts off as the leader and as the movie goes on you can see that he's kind of disillusioned with what he's doing like he doesn't even want to be leader when he's made leader because they're just like 
because like he like he defends it because like in the beginning when ajax is like who made you leader he's like well fight me for it he's like you know if you really want it come at me for it and yeah. then you can see later on he's just like like he kind of abandons some people sometimes like he abandons ajax because he's just like look we got to keep going and they're like no 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 like let's go back he's like fine you guys go ahead i'm leaving me yeah. here like, because you can tell, like, throughout the movie, he's kind of just getting over doing this. And even when he's with Mercy, like, uh, he's kind of telling her, like, he doesn't even want this anymore. Well, it's yeah, yeah, there's that wanted. there's that line where she's like, let's just go traveling. And he's like, where have you ever been? Yeah, he's like, you ain't been nowhere. Yeah. I also like the line where the leader of the Rifts was like, the Warriors are pretty good. And he's like. The best. The best. And I was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. I want to I be part of the Warriors. Um, so, yeah. So, since everybody's gone, I'm surprised but glad that nobody chose my favorite scene. Um, my favorite scene of the movie is the bathroom. Mm. When they're, like, when Mercy walk all from the point when Mercy finally meets up with Swan. And she's like, hey, there's those guys. Like, they've been following you. And he's like, I know. <laughs> But now they know I know. (laughs) And then he... My God. What was that sound? I sneezed. Sorry. Oh, yeah. So he, like, takes her and he walks... He, like, he sees, like, you know, he finally met up... Because he was alone for a while leading up to this. And then he meets up with some, like, you know, some other members finally. Like, he's finally not by himself anymore. And he's just, like, he, you know, he beckons to them. They all walk into the bathroom. Mercy's like, I can't go in there. And he's like... And he just pushes her in, like... He's like, just get the hell in. Um, I love how they like hide in the stalls and then the guy comes in and like, you know, him and the, his gang, the, that's the punks. That's literally their name. The overall um, guys, just, right? Yeah. And they just walk in and, you know, like the fact, like how they like kick down the bathroom doors to like start the fight. Uh, the whole sequence I love, um, especially the end when he just randomly like front flips one of the guys through the stall door for no reason. And you see the toilet break in half. I'm like, oh, geez, I'm pretty yeah. sure he's dead. <laughs> like no one could really survive breaking a toilet with their yeah, body. Well, like, I just thought how painful it would have been to have spray paint sprayed in your eyes. Yeah. Or when they get thrown like into the wall and the tiles fall off yeah. and then they get back up. Like it's nothing. You know, those stop just... people got really hurt too. Yeah, or or yeah. when or when he chokes him with his chain and throws him over his shoulder, I was like, oh god, yeah. that neck is broken. That was a good scene. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I love that scene. Um, especially in the video game, that's a great moment to play, just because, like, you have it's essentially like you you're supposed to be getting the jump on the gang, and then like you start like the that big scene, like and it goes like you know like scene for scene exactly how it goes in the game. So that was really cool. Um. But yeah, that's my absolute favorite scene. It's action packed. Um, it has some funny moments because Mercy's just like, "I'm a girl, I can't go in the boys' bathroom," but she's obviously just a hooker, and he's just like, "For real, like, just get get in the get in the bathroom." Like, I've, I'm sure you've seen worse. Dude, did you yeah. guys catch his run a train on you? Line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Jen, Jenna, Jenna walked in at one moment, my, my <laughs> wife, and she was like, "Is this West Side Story?" And then he goes, "I'm gonna run a train on you," and she's like, "Oh, I guess not." everyone said west side story but this movie also reminded me a lot of uh do the right thing i feel like do the right thing was heavily inspired by this movie there was like the dj that was talking over kind of like narrating the movie which uh if you watch do the right thing which you should uh like 
Spike Lee has um, Samuel L. Jackson as kind of the uh, the local DJ, and he's kind of narrating the story. And then Escape from New York with Snake Plissken. This felt like a teenage pre-apocalyptic version of Escape from mm-hmm. New York. I could see that. I, I say West Side Story because this is a little more yeah, the flamboyant. Yeah, the, the theater. And the yeah, game. it's very no, theater. No, cousin's in it is in that movie. What West Side Story? Oh, really? With Spielberg? Yeah. Is she like a major character or just kind of like? No, she's um she's one of the dancers. That's pretty cool though. That is Johnny name dropping Stevie. No, I just thought you guys would like Stevie Spiel. Spielberg. Hey, Steve. Let's get dinner tomorrow. I like how I liked how. Raw and real, this movie was. Yeah, I want to. I actually, another creepy, not creep, but uh, IMBD trivia was that you know that scene where the girl just shows up with a jacket on and he's like, yeah. Why are you wearing a jacket? Where'd you get the jacket? <laughs> yeah, didn't that scene stand out to anyone? Like, what is what? Why is this? Why is he pointing out the jacket? Why is she wearing a jacket? And why do they never bring that up again? I think that yeah, I thought that was so. That there was a scene running away from the cops. No, like, she like... she breaks her arm in one of the f- filming the scenes of the guy throwing the bat at the cop. She breaks yeah. her arm in that scene, and she's in a cast for the rest of the movie, and that's why she's wearing a jacket. So that's oh, what right. I mean by like when David said raw and real is like it's such a scrappy production in that sense too, like. I mean bad. Just put a just put a jacket like, just put a jacket on her and then comment on the jacket and then we'll never mention it again. Like that's well, the, like, that's their thought process this whole movie. Like it it's even all the weapons that they used other than the baseball bats it just seemed like yeah they just like when they were filming they're like oh wait wait there's a bunch of wood over there. All right, you guys pick that up and beat the shit out of those guys with the wood. Okay, go. <laughs> I want to know where they found like 300 kimonos. You know, where that scene in with all the riffs and they're yeah. all wearing kimono. And that guy has a sparkly kimono, the main guy. <laughs> Ma- yeah, Masa. Well, he's the leader now. He takes over after Cyrus gets killed. Because Cyrus yeah, had a- his name, Nick. What were you Masa. Like Master? No, Yeah, I guess. Masa. M-A-S-A. See, the movie's just so freaking flamboyant. I love it. It It is very reminiscent of those no, like, 80s. Flamboyant. Flamboyant. Say, say the last part. Flamboyant. I love it. I love, <laughs> I love it. it. I I have to admit that I I know to me the biggest flaw of the movie is the girl. I didn't. You mean not, adding the girl? Mer- yeah, mercy to the group. I did 100%. not. Yeah, I, I did not I like didn't. her. I did not like their relationship. I felt like they they took away from the movie and its like goal. He needs a love interest. I didn't, I didn't like him. <laughs> he I didn't, didn't need under- a love interest. He had like nine other guys he could love. <laughs> I didn't. I don't know how she came from the orphans into their group. Like she like instigated the whole fight between them, and then then they're like, and then joins them. They're, they're, yeah, you come with us. That's what I mean. I, she's, I, she's so she's so distracting the whole movie. I thought they were going. I I thought they were gonna like attack her. I thought. I thought. I thought that's why they like brought her, and I'm like, wait, these guys are the heroes of the story. Does, I, I hope it doesn't. Does she go bring that up? Way. Does she bring up that guy's death too? Like she saw that guy get hit by a subway. The warrior that with yeah, she as far as we know, it's never mentioned. Like he just dies, and she yeah, goes on. I wish they kind of like hmm. when they introduce some of the gangs in that beginning scene when they're getting on the train. I 
I kind of wish they did like that comic book like freeze frame, and they said they had like the title. They they oh, could have of gave the, you game. the game, David. There's I have a list of all the gangs that were in the movie. No, I, I know. There's like isn't it? It's over like a hundred and something gangs, right? Yeah, there's like at least there's at least one of my favorite gangs, gangs here. One of my favorite gangs, based on names alone, is the Jones Street Boys. I don't know why. I, I, I to me, Jones that name Street cracked boys. me up. Yeah, because he mentions it. Like, we got the Jones Street Boys next to the Van Cortlandt Rangers. <laughs> Nobody's wasting some of those. Nobody. Some of those gangs were super lame. Like the guys in the black tank tops. That's all. That's the, all they had. Okay, no, no one's yeah. lamer than the orphans, though. Well, they don't. They didn't even get invited. Because remember, they're not even on network. Yeah, they're <laughs> so low on the totem pole. I, I loved how they all wore the same like crappy outfit. The orphans—they're all just like a dirty, right? a dirty yeah. shirt, a dirty green shirt. <laughs> and I think it said it's. I think it said orphans. It's a, I think it said orphans on the back of the shirts. I'm like, wait. Oh, I would love to know the backstory of the the baseball guys. Like, how that, that even, how that even actually happened. they're probably my second favorite because when they were coming out of the subway station and picking up the bats, it reminded me of. Um, uh, Yankees no, they players. They were coming out of Yankees the dugout. Players. Yeah, coming out of the dugout. Yeah. I, I love how they, and that's what yeah. I loved about the movie is I love how they emulated certain aspects of like New York City culture, like oh Yankees yeah, players coming out of the dugout. I thought the clinking sound of the baseballs was really baseball bats were really funny. They were like click 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 click. Right, they were so hollow sounding. <laughs> no, they were so gentle. They weren't hitting hard. Yeah, they, they were like they were, so, they were like, tapping each other. They were like tapping. It was like it was very like danceful. It, it, it was like yeah. Some of those swings. I think Noah said it well. Flamboyant. Yeah, flamboyant. Yeah, flamboyant. Some of those swings were definitely misses too, and you could tell. Yeah, like it was like I kind just, of. Re- sorry, Nick. It was kind of WWE style. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what WWE is not real. <laughs> Mind blown. I gotta go, guys. I just like when he's holding the bat and he like shoots it out. You just, it was, I don't know, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, that, that was game. cool. It was like a samurai sword drawing a sword. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking up Walter Hill, the director, to try and find his birth origin, and I found an interesting tidbit where it says, "When the Warriors was released, there was a series of shootings and killings at screenings involving film goers." And that's why Paramount removed advertisements and took it out of theaters. Really? And then, huh. and then, uh, violence and vandalism. And then the director said, "This the studio hated it and didn't even want to release it before the shootings. There was a lot of friction with management at the time. Some of it might have been my fault." So it's basically saying the studio wanted a reason to get rid of it. So yeah, wow. they hated it from the beginning. What about it makes the writer? Sense. It the... honestly makes sense to me. This is a movie that I can never see a producer going. Oh yeah, I like this. You know what I mean? Like it's just not that type mm. of movie. My favorite gang was the baseball gang. No, what gang what? do you feel like you would be a part of? I would. I would want to be part of the baseball guys. You want to paint your look... face every night? David, those, that was the lamest <laughs> gang. Oh, no, they look so cool. Whoa, you can't say they're the lamest gang when there's a gang literally called the Orphans. Okay, the orphans they don't count as a gang. Guys. You can't keep using them. You got to use the ones that are invited to the party. Or, or I'd like to be part okay, of the Rips. The Van Cortland Rangers, like Nick, which Nick, just wore black tank Nick, tops. Besides the Warriors, whose gang would you want to be a part of? Would you want to be a, wear a kimono? Like, I mean, you got to think practically here. Like, the kimono is nice and breezy, but on cold, so, the cold nights of New York City, that's not going to play out. There's a gang called the Boppers that are dressed in like, uh, like the like, zoot suits, 
and they all like you know like with like the feather like in like they all look like pimps <laughs> that's the one you want they all yeah why, why not yeah, i guess not why not might as well dress fly that's true that's true and they they fight to hip-hop all not hip-hop they fight to um disco to like R, to disco and r&b all the time in the video game yeah there's also a cuban gang in the video game oh, i guess i would be part of them johnny what uh what gang do you think you join that's a good question. Um, you know, there was a lot of real <laughs> one that gets let me, legs let me consult on. my library. <laughs> There's a lot of interesting fellers. There. You don't remember any of them, do you? Uh, <laughs> no, not not a single I do, one. I do. Of course, there's I the guys them. in the military suits. There's the guys in the black tank tops. I remember them. I remember them. I remember a lot of there's them. The there's the there's the, the, the mimes. The costumes are so weird. There's the Asian guys with the little hats. I think I, think I would. Um, I think I would join the uh, the guys on the bus because they looked the hardest. They got the, the, te- the, the skinheads. They got the skinheads. No, it wasn't just well, dude, I there mean, was black guys there too. Okay, that's not skinheads. No, I'm just saying that's, just I think that was their guys. name. That's their name. That's their, their name. name yeah. was, no, no, they no. no. The They're called the, the Turnbull ACs. Oh, okay. Oh. Turnbull ACs, you racist pigs. <laughs> they, <laughs> they are always looking to be racist. They refer to them as skinheads. Yeah, they refer to them. They're no, like the, the skinheads. I'm sorry, I don't know the deep lore on my first watch. I didn't catch well, that they were fired. the Turnbull anyway, ACs. They say those are the Turnbulls. The Turnbull like air conditioner, like what is? AC I think they were the toughest. For? They were the toughest to me. They don't tell you. It's Probably a cool Atlantic name, City. Just, just accept it. Maybe they're from Atlantic City. I'll accept it. I think the overall people with the roller skates are the most practical. I would go with them. The punks. Yeah. And they have that really, they have that really tall guy on their team. Oh know? yeah, that like, one guy was super tall. Like, I, Do you imagine no how hard it is to film a fight scene while you're wearing skates? I mean, I can imagine. <laughs> it's, it's it's crazy to me uh, that. Uh, never mind. <laughs> say it, David. It's crazy. No, no, I was just, it's too crazy to say. It. It's too crazy. No, 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 no. I, I was just thinking. Uh, I remember when my grandpa passed away. And I was looking through his stuff. I found a, a switchblade that he had, and my mom was like, "You can't have that. Those are illegal now." And at a time like that, because that was probably like a soup. That was probably one of the most deadliest concealed weapons. You just mm. like put it in your pocket, then chink, like a little knife. Yeah. Wait, you're not allowed to have those? No, yeah. Uh, switchblades are illegal. Just kidding. Well, I thought they were illegal only in the tri-state area. Oh, maybe in the... I mean, I grew up in the tri-state area, so I guess my mom was like... Hey. Why are switchblades so cool? I mean, the feeling of just I mean, like, yeah, they're, they're super cool. One second. Super like, concealed, how many why? movies have you switchblades? Like that little scene where Don't they go... Don't you love... And it comes up. It's like... It's just so... It's so intimidating. It's it's dramatic. It's, it's like... It's got the, a little bit of action yeah. in it's, it. You it's know? Hollywood's favorite knife, is what I'm going to say. Like, if they were handing out Oscars to knife... Knives, that would it's, win. It'd be, it'd be machete. It would be switchblade. And then be the butterfly yeah. knife. Butterfly oh, yeah, the knife. butterfly knife. Uh, that was the one after. And then the uh, commando knife. The, you oh, know, yeah. What is that one? Oh, you know, like K-bar. Arnold Schwarzenegger or like the, yeah. Yeah, the Bowie knife. That's, yeah, a that's Bowie knife or a K-bar. <laughs> yeah. Just... Yo, Loki, actually, I changed my vote. I'm going to be a part of the hi-hats. Which ones are the hi-hats? <laughs> the mimes. The ones with the giant top hats. <laughs> Johnny's gonna be part of the Huns. <laughs> I can't believe none of you have picked the Gramercy Rifts, though. They are my—they're my pick. The kimono so people. Cool. 
Steven, I just I yeah, just want you to be totally, wait. I just want you to be totally aware, Stephen, that that is a black gang, and you're not allowed to be part of it. <laughs> oh my god! Cultural appropriation again. They they're the ones who are practicing kung fu. Who who else would we have learned it from? No. <laughs> probably they watched a lot of Bruce Lee movies yeah were you just they watched a lot of racist to yourself really funny Fu? who would have called them no, Kung I'm, I'm, oh my goodness you just roasted yourself <laughs> yeah but it, yo, he, he, no, he, he did it for the greater good he was like if I have to insult greater... myself to win this then I'll he do it he did it to join the black gang <laughs> someone's gotta teach you guys Kung Fu you guys let me join. I'm gonna teach you kung fu, and you can wear sweet kimonos. <laughs> it's like, how are you they're guys like, learning uh, kung fu? Like, we're, hey, yo, bet. Hey, we were watching at least I don't the dragon on round carrying around a baseball bat. Oh, yeah, I amen to that. I agree. A baseball Actually, bat. Key, I, would, I would join the Warriors. To no, be you can't pick the Warriors. Can't, can't pick the you cool can, gang. No, you Get can't. They're, they're obviously the ones I mean, that rules are rules. The odds are stacked against. That like because they make them the coolest. They have the coolest jackets, you know. Do you know? Okay, which one would you not be? That's the better question. I told, question. You, I told you a million. No, they're not a gang. You can't use them. They weren't invited. Yeah, they are a gang. They are a gang. To the party. They're just they're just not on the yeah, network. They're not. I picked invited. the rogue. I picked the rogue people. Their their outfit was so odd to me. Wasn't it just the leather rogues? jackets? They're like leather dominatrix. Now. Yeah, it was yeah, like it was, leather. And, it, it was a lot I mean, going on. There's only one gang that I would not want to be a part of, and that's the guys with the black tank tops. Like, <laughs> I think that's the They're like the basic the bitches of the of the gangs. <laughs> like, come on. What be, do you guys got? More we got tank tops? Be a little more creative. What else you got? Just tank tops. You got tank. people that's, like that's painted their faces, and they got baseball bats, and there's people with roller skates, and these people there's are just also- wearing black tank tops. Yeah, the the Lizzie's were pretty hardcore. I mean, you know, they they were tough. The jokes are packed. Do you think? I love that one. Do you think they they accept men? Probably not. I mean, if you wanna, you just teach them kung fu. <laughs> supposedly, <laughs> you <can> join. <laughs> so, what's this movie trying to say, Nick? Some men are wimps, and some are packing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. Some are boppers. Okay. Summer boppers. Is, everything you're saying here is Madonna. <laughs> summer boppers. Well, we both we already discussed that this movie is kind of summer old. boppers. Kind of summer boppers. Some get floppers. Some get floppers and their toppers. <laughs> I know that it's not politically but correct, with some but I was. Some are I doing the love- trains. Some are getting the trains. <laughs> no, I'm 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 legitimately. I I really I want to know what you think this movie is trying to say. Some are peeing and some are getting beat on. <laughs> you know what Johnny is. <laughs> oh man, you can't make that up. <laughs> I try. Is that what the movie's trying to say? Like a man. Pee or get, get peed on, baby. Peed or get peed. I think I think the the point of the movie really is like if you're in New York, you're gonna get pissed on. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just straight up like if you're in New York, you're gonna get die or get pissed on. So just accept it. That's no why. <laughs> 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 you sound like your dog. 
Yeah. Yeah. Remember when I mur- remember yeah. when I murdered David via podcast? <laughs> Oh my god! Are you I'm like, I'm like trying not to laugh too loud because I don't want to wake up my daughter. You think it's convenient? Oh my god! Uh-huh. It sounds like you're choking an animal over there. <laughs> so oh recommendation. So recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna see if we would recommend this movie. This, we're gonna see if this movie gets the uh, the seal of approval by Tony Gabagool, uh, Marty. Oh my uh, god, the spiel. So, um, Stephen, would you recommend this film? Yes, I would. I would recommend this film. I would actually. Um, hmm. I just wouldn't recommend it to mothers, <laughs> Karens. Um, why, why do Karens have to be mothers? Because most Karens are mothers. It's why just... are we picking on mothers? Huh? So we no, don't like not mothers. Picking on mothers. We don't like any group anywhere. Is there any group that we do like? <laughs> this is our Mother's Day movie episode. <laughs> I'm telling. I'm just saying. Steve's I'm got a saying lot of hate in his heart, you know that hates mothers. Now. Oh my god, you're such a softy. Uh, <laughs> I would recommend this film to anyone other than Karens who get, you know, really uptight about gang warfare. I want their kids to not watch gangs. Yeah, that's that's so (laughs) Karen-y. Gangs are so okay now. Oh my God, it sounds like you're a Karen yourself. (laughs) (laughs) For not liking the K word. Um, And my rating for this film, my rating would be uh, seven. I would like let my two year old watch it because, you know, gangs are cool. Uh, I don't even know guys, what to say. You guys gonna... use gang like the dictionary term of gang. This is like the not I would not describe these people as gangs. Neither would I. I would describe them as like they're boys. Clubs. <laughs> clubs. I mean kind they're of like, clubs. You know, the, do you, Fight you know clubs. like the federal government like with Rico and stuff um uses this stuff to go after that because of that type of attitude like oh it's a club we're not an organized if you, you saw know, doing anything organized if you saw a bunch of mimes johnny activity. coming at you <laughs> would you <laughs> would just go oh god yeah but they run turf they have a territory they shake people down they have organized criminal criminal enterprises you're making up a whole backstory for them no, they do. That's the whole That's point. The because whole they say in the, the movie. yeah, the, in the beginning they, they say they all fight for their all their tiny piece of turf, but they and can that, just make the whole turf, city theirs. What gangs do to make money is they shake down all the, the places and say they're going to protect them from other gangs if you pay the tax. That's what gangs are. That's what the mafia does. But I don't see the mimes doing do. that, Johnny. I see <laughs> them just performing on the streets, <laughs> scaring away any of the other gangs that are trying to mess with their uh, uh, with their silence. Silent performances. I'll go. All right, you go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Um, okay. No, you go. I you will go recommend this movie to people that like. I'm gonna say it. I feel like people that like Broadway might like this movie. I feel like it's very theater. The fighting's almost dance choreography. No, but there's no music, so it's not a musical kind of. It's more of a play. Yeah, it's, it's more, more of like a, a theater theater play. <clears throat> like if you're going to see this for being a gang movie, you're going to be disappointed. If you're going to see a a dramatic flamboyant production of 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 boys beating up on other boys, boys to boys men. to men, 
boys, boys bopping, bopping other boys <laughs> in in leather. Boys bopping boys too. Like if you... <laughs> then you'll like this coming movie. soon. The Spooky Speed production. <laughs> Boy, sorry, bopping. David Kono. <laughs> so I don't know who that actually applies to, honestly. What? Like my recommendation, I just think I don't know how to. I don't know how to recommend this movie, honestly. Because it's such a weird, unique movie. If you like weird, unique movies, then go see it. That's all I'm gonna say. And I will give it. Uh, I'll give it a seven out of ten. Uh, Johnny, Nick, you got really low. I'll go. Yeah, you got really oh, low. Sorry. It's almost as if you don't even care about me anymore. <laughs> um. Okay. So we're talking recommendations. We're talking score. Yep. Who am I recommending this movie to? Well, I'm definitely not gonna recommend this movie to anyone who doesn't like old movies. Because this movie's old, feels old. <laughs> the the quality of the stunts, acting, costumes, sure, it's classic in a cult kind of way, but it is old, kind of boring. Uh, it, but if you like, you know, synthy vintage movies that are a little bit atypical, a little outside the realm of what would be normal for a cinematographer, you might like this. Um, I, th- I agree with Noah. If you like kind of theatrical um, presentations of a story, you'll like this. Um, but I'm not going to recommend it to really most people. I would really, it would take a special conversation for me to recommend this movie. Um, my score based on that and my, uh, you know, there's a lot of good things about this movie and then there's just, it kind of lulls on for me. So I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a five for me. Okay. Seven, seven, five. Who's up? David? Did you go, David? No, no, I, I think I'm... Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to go last. <clears throat> All right. Um, I would say... I would Ew. recommend... <laughs> what was that? I was just like making a weird sound with my mouth. <laughs> I had a real wet part. <laughs> um, he was eating that gabagool. I would say I would recommend it kind of like similar to Johnny like if people our age like like kind of wacky quirky movies like kind of violent kind of not violent like it's just a movie i i recommend it to those people but i think 7 out of 10 7 out of 10 all right <laughs> nick i i have i have 10 in my calculator already but i haven't hit the equal sign so nick says 11 yeah i need to know <laughs> you you have us all on bated breath um, so you're far away again. I'd like to say that this movie's ten out of ten, but I acknowledge its shortcomings. Uh, to me personally, I think it's ten out of ten. Then do that. I think do realistic. that if it's personal to you. You don't have to. Don't listen to the crowds. Okay. Listen to your heart. Then yeah, this is ten out of ten. I love okay. this movie. This movie's the best. Ten out of ten, and it's hard to say who to recommend this to because. Like Johnny says, like it's it's gonna take a very specific conversation to kind of bring this movie up. You can't just be like, "Hey, yeah, I like the Warriors," because everyone's gonna be yeah. Like, I mean, I think we all had problems trying to recommend this movie because it's such a unique experience. Yeah. I recommend this to people. Damn, it is kind of hard. Um, I recommend this to people who just like to watch, like you know, people who just enjoy classic movies. Yeah, cult classic, you know? for sure. Fair enough. Cult, cult classic. Yeah, cult, cult and, classic. Well, covers. cult and just 
Well, cult classic lovers especially, but just, I mean, if you like watching, like, you know, like, classic 80s, I mean, now it's classic 80s movies, you know, like, then you'll definitely love this, too. Mm-hmm. If you want to mm. see a thousand extras running around perfectly without knocking into each yeah, other. Yeah, very well with, yeah, then watch this movie. <laughs> um, you wa- do you want to shout out your boy? You want to shout out to your boys, Nick, who uh, love this movie? Uh, yeah, Sean. Uh, he's he's my best right. friend. We both have the same birthday. Shout out to Sean. He's the one who... T- he told, he's the one who told me about this growing up. Do you want to say thank um, you? Oh, absolutely. Thank you. His favorite character is Ajax. Really? The, the, um, the rapey one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because to, because Ajax is the brawler, you know? He's the tough guy. He's he, Yeah, he's the tough guy of the group. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, good so out of all the scores put together, um, the average between the five of us equals a seven. That's still not no, bad. That's not bad. Seven out of ten. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's, that's David's an honest score. David's seal of watch again. Yeah, it's a watch again. All right, boppers, that's the end of the episode about the Warriors who came out to play and made their way home all the way back to Coney Island. Next time on the Spooky Street, we're watching Midsomar, and no one knows if Johnny is really ready for what it's all about. Find out next time on. The Spooky Screen.